listening to all of that was Professor Tim Bale, Professor of Politics um, at the uh, Queen Margaret, uh, Queen Mary University. Uh, Tim, your thoughts on on listening to, to the two candidates? Um, well, <laughs> rather similar to yours in the sense that it was very difficult really to get a fag paper between them on, on any issue. The only one I guess that there was more of a difference on was the attitude towards the coalition years. Obviously, Ed Davey has got, in some senses, a more defensive position because he was a member of that coalition government and Leila Moran, because she wasn't around at the time, can take a rather more, um, if you like, apologetic or distance attitude to some of what the coalition government actually did. Apart from that, I mean, as you said, they agree on almost everything. And certainly if I was a Lib Dem member, <laughs> uh, I, I don't think I'd be voting in this election on policy differences mm. uh, because I can't see many between them. I think in the end it will come down to whether uh, you think Ed Davey or Leila Moran is going to get people interested again in the Liberal Democrats and, as you quite rightly pointed out, trusting the Liberal Democrats again. And how, how do they do that because the, the 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 word that came up time and time again from people that have been tweeting me is relevance how do they make themselves relevant is it by reaching out to the labor party is that how they make themselves relevant i mean you've just authored a report what next for the liberal democrats yeah, I mean, I think they both made a very good point there, actually, that uh, it's not really going to be about doing some kind of formal deal with the Labour Party, uh, partly because they don't need to do that kind of deal, really. Voters, as Ed Davey um, pointed out, you know, back in the, the 1990s uh, and the early 2000s, were able to see that for themselves. And the report that we did for UK and Changing Europe does make it very clear that they're absolutely right. If you think about the 29 seats that they could get in addition to the ones that they've got, uh, on, say, a 10% swing, which is a very big swing. They're, they're only actually facing um, Labour Party competition in, you know, from memory, um, uh, sorry, uh, yeah, in, from two, in two of those seats. Um, in 23 of those 29 seats, the Conservatives of the main opposition. So uh, you were quite right. One of the problems that they have is in some senses um distinguishing themselves from the labor party what is it about the liberal democrats overall that makes them a different proposition uh, for uh, for voters. For some voters, of course, it will simply be that they are not the Conservative Party in their local area, and that's probably the, the best thing for them to, to play up. Um, in all sorts of areas, as you quite rightly said, you know, compared to uh, Keir Starmer's Labour Party, there really aren't that many differences between the Lib Dems and Labour. Yeah, it does feel that there is a... a I mean, look, it's it's very early days, but it does feel that there's, there's more of a natural synergy between yeah. you know, whoever wins and I, I do think the other will play a significant role in in, in the leadership mm. it feels like there's going to be um so in your uh, you know kind of estimation it's not it isn't game over for the liberal democrats do you think they they still they still could you know do they still have a role in british politics oh no i mean i, I think they definitely do i mean it's always been the case that there are a, a large number of 
you know, liberal Democrat conservative waverers, if you like, who wouldn't in their wildest dreams vote for the Labour Party. Uh, and the Liberal Democrats therefore do have a space, I think, in British politics. And I think it may be an ideological space as well. I mean, I think Leila Moran has talked about the Liberal Democrats' essence as being about, if you like, positive freedom. And that does appeal to some people. The, the pro-European thing, I think, is still there for some people, given that Keir Starmer has clearly wanted to put Brexit behind the Labour Party, as it were, and not want to revisit that. I think there is a role for the Liberal Democrats as an avowedly pro-European party. So there are, you know, all sorts of things that the Liberal Democrats can do to make themselves distinctive. But I also do think they are going to need a distinctive leader. Uh, and I guess the choice between Leila Moran and uh, Ed Davey comes down to the fact that which one of those people will make people sit up and listen, if you like, to the Liberal Democrats and think, mm, hang on, you know, they've changed. They're offering something different. They're not necessarily the party that let us down in coalition, if that's what some voters and who believe. And who do you think that person is <laughs> <laughs> come on tim i couldn't let you get away with that i'm an academic i mean I'm, you know i gotta sit on the fence i mean you <laughs> made the point about around being a clean skin and of course for some people i guess that will be um you know her appeal but then again you know ed davies got the experience mm. uh and in parliament okay. that can make a difference uh, a career in the diplomatic service awaits you <laughs> professor tim bale thank you so much for your um reaction to that coming up